Welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com. I am Micah Ka Cole alongside my co-host Creighton Branch. It was quite a heated first segment. Oh my gosh. Better get ready for that tonight. That if, was, that's, uh, if that's any indication of how tonight's going to go, it's going to be pretty heated. I'm already like, kind of like on the end of the, uh, you know, I'm, I'm under bad weather. Like I'm sick. That 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 almost did me in. <laughs> My voice is slowly fading. Slowly. Whatever. Slowly but surely. You killed me. But um, now nah, getting right into the second segment. College football, Micah. The first college football playoff rankings have finally come out after a long wait. For eight weeks of just AP polls, which some people think are bogus, some people think are real, you know, it's whatever you prefer. They're there, you know. But finally, we go into this, oh, okay. should we briefly break? Do you think it's crazy the AP polls? Do you think they're just kind of random? Because we're gonna talk about later how to fix the college football playoff. But yeah, um, no, I think it's okay. Okay, I think I think it. I think, I think the only year it's been. Job. I think the only two years has been really weird. Was the LSU Alabama rematch when they played that, 2012? That didn't make a lot of sense to me. No, that's weird. And then the other <laughs> that year, was when we had BCS, um, the so. other year, 08, when Texas, OU, and Tech were all tied at the top, and they took OU, some, you know, 60 level stat that the AP poll ranked higher than you know got OU into the uh, Big 12 and then eventually the national championship game. Uh, Texas should have technically won that one because they had a tie break, but that's the only time I ever thought that it was really weird. Um, but that's why I have the college football playoff now. now. And wait, okay, last point, and then I gotta get into it. I have a curious question because I what? actually don't know. What if there's a three way tie at the top? Like, who gets the tiebreaker? Like, if it's head to no, like in a conference, like let's say Texas, yeah. Oklahoma, and Tech. Uh, this tech. is exactly the scenario that yeah, played out. And the AP poll, I, the I never cube, understood that. I know though. the computer finds a stat and it, it finds a way to calculate the point. So that's who that's how that, they decide who yeah, wins the championship. Exactly. That's so dumb. Oh, well, I know. That's why they took it away. So now getting into the college football playoff now that we have uh the rankings came out. Number one, obviously Alabama. Number two, Can't Clemson. Number three, you can argue a little bit high, maybe, maybe not. LSU, number four, Notre Dame. The first two out are number five, Michigan, and number six, Georgia. Micah, my first question to you is did they get this right? Well, one thing I will say before I say if they got it right. I think they got it right with Oklahoma. They should not be in. They should not be getting the style yeah, points. Yeah, because I thought they would. They have not played anybody. And you even said it earlier in the week. You thought, you know, oh, the, they have style points. They're beating everybody. I had a really bad feeling about it. I totally agree with you on that. And I'm glad that they aren't being shown in here because they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. There's yeah. no reason. But when you're talking about getting it right, I think they got, for now, the teams correct. The order may be incorrect, though, however. I think LSU, be, LSU should be number four just for the fact that they have one loss. But you can't argue. Their schedule is pretty good. They have a lot of good wins on there. So it's either way, it's still hard to argue. Notre Dame had a couple of tight games with some questionable opponents, so like Vanderbilt and Pitt. So, I mean, I understand it in a sense. So, I mean, I guess it just depends on how you view it. You can see it either way. But I, I think they got it right as far as the four teams that should be there. Yeah. Um... How, it's almost like how can you like argue against it, really? Uh, as in you know the the top four teams. It's, it was kind of like this one was almost kind of like a gimme. I honestly did think they'd put Oklahoma in there because the committee loves you know big blowout wins, big style of points. You know, like I was saying, 
uh, but they didn't. And I would probably, <clears throat> I think I, I think they got it right. Thinking about it, and something else uh, that because Clemson or Clemson, what? Uh, Syracuse is now ranked number nineteen, <laughs> so that makes that win over Syracuse look a little bit better now uh, for Clemson. Oh, true, especially since that they does had, help uh, the injury to uh, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence, excuse me, I don't Hunter. Know why I just lost Trevor? Yep, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Like during that game after you lost, oh, when he got Kelly when Bryant. he got the yeah the concussion, yeah, and then all that went down. So that makes it look a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, no, um, no, I think they got it right. You know, I don't see. I get why they put Notre Dame at four. I just don't think it's hard. I think it's hard for people to respect Notre Dame. One, because they're really not in a conference, which doesn't I think plays. Help. I think it doesn't help, and I think plays some factor. But you know, if the team's good, the team's good. And then also, you know. And I think now Notre Dame is required well, to play five ACC teams. Yeah, they are. Year. Yeah, so, they are. I mean, that helps, but... They, yeah. No, they, they are required to play. And I think another issue was they had some, uh, you know, spotty things at quarterback. First, you had, you know, you had Wimbush in for, you know, that was their first quarterback. And then now they changed it. Then, you know, now they um, put in this kid, Book. Uh, Ian Book is his, is his whole name. And he looks like the solution for Notre Dame, honestly. Uh, he's 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 doing really good, and so. But I think I think the inconsistency there is also another reason. I just don't think I think people are the committee is finding ways to try to keep this team out. Which I'm not saying that they should be number three. I don't think they should be. I think LSU plays in a you know a tougher schedule and a tougher conference. I mean, they're heck, they're going to play Alabama this weekend, and so big. exactly. And so I'm okay with it right now. Honestly, I thought I'd have more of a big problem with the first two out, but. I'm okay with the first two out. I think a lot of people are going to argue that Georgia should not be higher than than <clears throat> Oklahoma, but I think they should be right now. But you can clearly see the SEC bias on the committee. Luckily, three luckily SEC it's hard to undispute it six. right now. Yeah, luckily it's hard to undispute it right now. But uh, to dispute, well, it's about to change. But it's about to change some in some way this so, weekend. It's going to change. So since they got it right, I know you had an issue. You had an issue with the placing. What What is your top four? So give me your top right four, now, and give me your first two out too. Well, your five and your six. Mine's Alabama and Clemson. I don't. I think it's hard to dispute that because Clemson has looked extraordinary good or extraordinary since that Syracuse game. Like I was giving them a little bit of crap for that game. I was like, oh, they're gonna drop off here soon, but then they responded to that message. So I, th- I think that they did, they're more than worthy of that second spot. LSU. I still think they should be in that four slot, and then I'll give Notre Dame the three just because of the Why? fact they're undefeated. Oh, just because of that? Yeah, but, man, that's you, you, made a, that's, you made a pretty that's, good point, that's though. That's fair, though. I mean, I get why you would do that. It only and, makes sense. I mean, keep in mind, LSU's only losses to Florida, and that was not even that bad of a loss. No, Florida's pretty good. F- Florida's really Florida's good. Florida's got a defense. Yeah, they do. And I mean, I, I don't see any reason, especially if they beat Alabama, which I don't know. Okay, so, so they beat Alabama. Are they number one? Jump over Clemson Oof. with a one loss? That'd be tough. What do you think? Why not? Oh, You're really? beating a team that is really superior in this league. I mean, you've seen it. You haven't really seen anybody keep it close with them. That's, I mean, mm. that'd, be, that'd be hard to justify. Now, it may even look, it would give you a better justification if it was at Alabama, but e- either way, that's, that's a tough game to win no matter where you're playing. Yeah, no, I I I see where, I see where you're going with that. But um, at least two, if not one. Yeah, and then who's your top two? I mean, your first two out. Sorry, five and uh, six. I think they got it right with Michigan and Georgia. So you're good. You you picked Georgia, Michigan and Georgia yourself. Yeah. 
Okay, so but, here's my. But you oh. gotta like what Washington State's doing, man. They, they're I know. Really good. It's just hard. But to the schedule's just the not schedule. there. Yeah, it's just it's hard just not to justify because of the schedule. Exactly. But I think that one loss early in the season. Well, that hurts any that Pac-12 hurts. team. Yeah. Yeah, that hurts. And uh, who did they lose to? I can't quite remember. I believe it was USC. What? Yeah, they lost yeah, to it USC. Was USC. And that's hard to justify. Thirty-nine, thirty-six, you know, and look what USC is now. USC isn't very good. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is on the road, but. It's still unjustifiable if you're going to want to get in the play. That's not a game that you could lose. Now, at least it's not a 30-point loss to whoever. <laughs> Are you talking about uh, Ohio State and Purdue? Yeah, Purdue. Yeah, no, you're right. That was that's that, that's that hurts hard Ohio to State. Justify because that's why that's why Ohio State was t- kept out last year. True. It was hard to justify that 30-point loss. Well, to this Iowa. is the same thing. Like I said, I said you cannot forget. I don't think you can forgive this loss like the Iowa no, loss. You can't forgive this so. one. This is an issue for Ohio State. Uh, that's their fault. My top four first two out is Alabama one, Clemson two, LSU three, Notre Dame four, Michigan five. Good call. Oklahoma six. Okay. Yeah. I just think that's. You seem sure. I know. And does Oklahoma deserve to be in the top four? No. But I'd say six now. Because the Big 12 is still, you know. It's definitely a better conference. It's so much better than what people give it. You know, see, It's improved big, a lot. And I'm going to give you this right now. And the only loss is to Texas, which Texas, and, I don't care what you say. Texas was a number. It was a, you, have to look, you have to look at statistics. You can't be like, oh, they don't look like one. They were the sixth-ranked team. They're now number 17, number 15 in the polls. That's a pretty high loss. Like, it's okay. And right. keep in mind, I mean, Texas is also a young team as well. So, yeah. I mean, they're... They're on the way up right now. I still believe they're back. I mean, they have a couple losses, so what? They're still trending in the right direction. Yeah. There's no reason to think that next year they won't be right there at the end of the season. Yeah, true. No, no, yeah. And this might be, honestly, this might be the year that Michigan gets in. This is the best shot I think they've had. Just can okay. it up against Ohio State. You got to beat them. So, big picture here, just because we're in the first, you know, we we got ways to go, but this is the first oh, rankings we've had, just looking at it. Alabama wins their conference. Clemson wins, wins their conference. LSU would say they're out. Michigan wins their conference. Oklahoma wins their conference. Those are all one-loss teams. Notre Dame is Where's, undefeated. Do you, okay. t- do you kick them out and put <sighs> Oklahoma and Michigan in there with Alabama and Clemson? Because mm. I think... Michigan would go in because of LSU loss, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's assuming. But that I'm they saying Michigan's going to win. Michigan wins their conference. Dang, that'd be hard to just. Clemson wins their conference. Well, Alabama wins their conference. The good news is here, Georgia would drop off because. Yeah, if but Alabama I'm saying wins the conference, Michigan, so Oklahoma, Clemson, Alabama all win their all win conferences. Yeah. Notre Dame's sitting there undefeated, but they haven't. They don't have a conference championship. Do you put them in mm. over one loss teams? It'd be pretty hard to justify. It'd be pretty hard to justify that. That's why the conference championship is so essential. No, no, it's that hurts. Like, man, I, I don't know why Notre Dame doesn't try to go into a conference. Because if you want to get in the playoff, you really need to be in a conference. And in a way, being independent could help you scheduling-wise because then you can schedule whoever you want whenever you want. But it can also hurt you because you don't have that conference championship. Exactly. So it's like, okay, yeah, you have the benefit of you can schedule whoever you want, but... You also have that downside of, 
hey, we don't have a conference championship, so basically, if you're not going undefeated, you're not even going to be considered. Exactly. Like, no, it's a good point, actually. So you're not wrong. Notre Dame absolutely cannot lose a game if they want any hope. No, that's it. In. They lose. They're out. Yeah, if they lose, they're out. They're done. And they only have one loss, and they would, they'd be out. That's crazy. Exactly. <laughs> it's just hard to justify. And that, well, that's why Big 12, that's why the Big 12 implemented their conference championship, because it was exactly. hurting them for not having it. Good job, I, Kyle. Now, You're on point. Now, I understand the point from the Big 12 team saying, hey, we play everybody once already, so why do we need a Big 12 championship when you play everybody already? You, you understand where I'm coming with that, like, Creighton? Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of, like, it's justifiable. Like, you have to have that conference championship, and that's what the Big 12 figured out. I I actually agree. Couldn't agree more. That's that's the whole point. You know? I do you think they put too much this is the last question I have then we gotta get out of this. Too much stock in the conference championships? I mean it's pretty hard to because usually they'll have your two best teams in there. But do, in, I a, mean, in a do sense you, you could have like some random team come up and like do really bad non conference. Kentucky and just flame up. maybe. Think, what if happens if they get in and they play out? I mean, you're not always going to – I don't well, think that's the best two they, teams. If Kentucky wins against – gets, oh, gets wins the SEC championship, well, that, that means gonna, they're beating Alabama. That ain't going to happen. But what I'm saying is what they get, happen, what they get there. Saying, if for some reason they did win, that means they're beating Alabama, and that means you probably deserve to get in if you can beat somebody like Alabama. Oh, my gosh, yeah. That's, and that means you're also beating Georgia as well, which is a pretty good team up there. And you also beat Florida earlier in the season. True. It's not a bad schedule. I mean, but I, I don't see that happening. They almost lost to Missouri. <laughs> no, yeah, no. They came down to a, P, a pass interference in the end zone, and they I got think, an extra play. I think they're going to lose again sometime. I really do. Uh, they probably will. It's a good team, but it, there's still some work to do, I think, with Kentucky before you can consider them a contender for a playoff spot. Yep. Uh, I, they're definitely much improved from a couple of years ago, that's for sure. Yeah, they're kind of like the Duke team. You know, the Duke team had a couple of good years here and there because they had really good players. I feel like this is kind of the kind of the same thing, um, but I mean, good for Kentucky, you know, because they're always having to wait for basketball, which the <laughs> basketball is great, but it's kind of get kind of gets boring after having to wait three months, four months for it. Yeah. So that's all the time we have for this segment, though. Up next, a little more into the uh, Halloween side, I guess you would say, Ooh. Micah. But we're keeping it with sports. I want to know your most cursed teams oh. of all time. That's coming up right here. On the hot seat, you're listening to utaradio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and streaming live on Facebook Live. My name is Creighton Branch. The man next to me, Micah Ka Cole. Happy Halloween, Micah Cole. How do you like this song? You know what this is? Yeah, it's from that's, Halloween. That's right. Classic. Classic. We are getting into the Halloween spirit here. I love it. With our Halloween special of the hot seat. October 31st, like it, man. Wednesday. It's great that we had this day, honestly. I know, right? Gets us some time to have some fun with this. <laughs> yes, sir. But it jump- allows us to go, you know, a little outside the box. Yeah. I mean, while staying on the sports spectrum, obviously. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Jumping right into it, though, with the Halloween theme, Micah. I'm curious where you're going to go with this because we didn't really talk about it earlier. Um, you know, Every sport, there's always the teams that just seem they just they just can't get it done. No matter what, no matter how <laughs> hard you few. no matter how hard you push them, there's always that one. There's team always those teams that just can't finish. They can't do it. So we call them 
The cursed teams. <laughs> Micah, what are your top cursed teams of all time? Should I go in backwards order from three to one? Of course. All right. Of so course. Mine, here's my number three. The Toronto Raptors. They just cannot get past that second round in the NBA playoffs. I do not know why, but maybe with Kawhi Leonard, that'll change. I don't know, but with DeMar DeRozan, they could not figure it out. I don't know why, and Kyle Lowry alongside. They had the talent last year, I thought, to at least compete with Cleveland. But they, they just got so soft for some reason. It doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. No, you're right. And they are one of the cursed teams in NBA. Now, that could change this year with Kawhi Leonard. Oh, we'll see. But I don't we'll know see. about that. I mean, ter- teams just have a weird sense of just being cursed, and no matter who's on the team. So, but nonetheless, they are cursed. They cannot get past the second round. True. Outside of maybe that one outlier year where they got to the conference final. But number, number two. two. The Washington Nationals. Oh, my. They cannot get past the LDS to save their lives. They had a chance against the Cubs. They were up 4-1 to one in that game five, and they just choked it away. Choked it away. Yeah, they, they almost came back as well and lost 8-7. to seven. They've had plenty of opportunities. They've had their chances to close out series, and they had home field advantage in they've those had a, games five. They've had a lot of good teams to do it, too, and they just can't get it done. I remember that, I think it was a 99-win year a couple years ago. They were the first seed. They had a game five back in, at home against St. Louis, I believe. They had a 7-5 lead in the ninth inning, down to their final strike, and they let the Cardinals strike again in 2012. Are you kidding me? That's that, terrible. That made me so mad because it reminded me of that terrible night, which we're about to get to. And that leads me to my number one. Oh, I know. I know where this is going. <laughs> the I Texas know, I know it's, yeah. Rangers cannot finish the job. They are so cursed, man. I always have visions of that 2011 night. I, and ever since, they have not been able to get out of the LDS. And they had a chance to against Toronto in 2015, up two games to nothing. And guess what happened? You turn around, they lose the series in five games. Right. That is upsetting. Okay. That was frustrating. So the way I'm going to do mine is you, some of these teams have won championships now. But I'm talking about the mo- all time, the span that they've had, those kind of, you know, that's what, that's what I'm looking at here. Okay. So some of these teams have won. Actually, some of these teams have won the past two years. So they've broken it, but the the most cursed teams, not now of all but time. Just in general. Thank you. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that. Number three, the Washington Nationals. <laughs> That's hard to yeah. justify. It's it it's 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 <laughs> That's hard to lose, man. They've they've choked too many times. It's hard to not put them on the list after how many times they've choked. How many teams they've had that could actually win the whole thing? How many times they've been favored? How many players they've had that have been all stars? Oh, you know, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, no. How can it, you not win in the playoffs with the talent that they've had? It makes no sense. Right. It it honestly makes me mad, and they aren't even my team. My second, and I struggled with this because I wanted to put them first, but but I can't. But it's close. My number two, the Chicago Cubs. It's funny how we think. Baseball, you know, it's funny how baseball is like the the one we're talking about. But yeah, the Cubs, hundred eight years, right? Yeah, without a championship. Without a championship in 04 with the Bartman situation where he grabbed the ball over the line, the fence line, and stole the out from him, causing it to be a home run, correct? Or was it a foul? It was a home run. I think it was a home run. Yeah. And, you know, when you have that kind of issue, 
You're cursed, man. <laughs> now, they broke it, obviously, but that span of 108 years, there were some times where did it seem like they were ever going to win again? No. It and, just no. seemed like, because it was so endless. I mean, it's just like, oh, here, here, yeah, you know, here, here come the Cubs. They, you know, they're not very good. They're going to win 30 games. And, you know, <laughs> and it took like a triumphant effort. It obviously did. You had to get, you had to get Madden as the, as the manager. And he, you know, how crazy, he almost but you know, how cra- closer. I know, but you know how crazy he is. I, I like the way he coaches, but he it's does a su- good job. He coaches the heck out of the but game. But it's such a, it's such an unorthodox way of doing it. So it took that kind of coaching, the all-star talent you had to acquire, trade for, draft for, all the years. How many years did it take? I think it took him two or three years to get all that talent. And then to finally build it up and then finally win a game. And for... And just to go a little deeper, Joe Madden has been such a great manager throughout his career with Tampa Bay and Chicago. I love that guy. He's, you've seen a lot of great teams come from that man, that manager. He's right. so good. He's and, so good. And you ready for my number one team? Yeah. I don't know if you'll see this coming, but um, the Buffalo Bills. I could see that because they lost four straight Super Bowls. <laughs> Not only did you lose four straight Super Bowls, but your last major title was in 65. That's justifiable. And that was, that's all, that's all she wrote. I mean, and that's the thing is like Jim Kelly, you know, was playing for this team in the nineties and they went, as we said, four to four straight Super Bowls, and just every time couldn't get the job done. And those poor Buffalo Bills fans, man. I feel bad for those fans. It, it, it's gotta be bad. Didn't they have a playoff drought because in like this 18 is, years? Yeah, exactly. And, then they and that's it. just a playoff drought. That's not winning anything. That's just getting in. <laughs> I felt I felt so bad. For and who knew Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor. Sorry, that's how, you, that's how you say it. Tyrod Taylor was going to be the saving grace last year for that team <laughs> to get them into the Honestly, playoffs. Honestly, just him not being on that team now, now playing and seeing a, how bad they are, it just justifies how good he was with the Bills that last year, I think. He fit good with that team. He, he did. He was pretty good. But that is it's a... It's unfortunate that I'll, he got hurt. I'll tell you what. And then Nathan Peterman happened. But that's for another discussion. Oh, yeah. He's not. Yeah. He is. <laughs> but there is a black cat running around that franchise because those... I mean, they can't get anything right. I, I, it's just bad. They're just... That's really rough, man. You know, if you, let, me, let me tell you something about this. You got four consecutive Super Bowls with a Hall of Fame quarterback and you can't get any of them done? You just know this is not for you. This is not for you. And you know what? I actually have a dark horse pick as well for same. Curse. Go for it. Is it the same one? Probably not, but go for it. Well, I think the Dallas Cowboys are cursed, in a sense. You can see that, right? It's getting there. <laughs> it's, it's if it's not there. there already, it's getting there. It's right. It's they, we're on the see, line. It's like it's unjustifiable. for me. It's unjustifiable. <laughs> the, I don't know why we have a puppet as a head coach. Still, oh, true. <laughs> and then Jason. We'll get to Jerry call him Jones, out. We'll get the we'll get to call him out when uh, they play Monday. But yeah, no, you're right. We'll, we'll, we'll never. Honestly, we can never. We'll probably win we that can, game and then we'll right, lose again. We the can road. never miss. We can never miss a show. Where we don't call him out. Good plug. I like that you put that in there real quick. But yeah, it's getting there. The Cowboys are getting cursed. You want to know my dark horse? Not my dark horse, but my honorable mention: the city of Cleveland. Oh God! Just what name whatever Rough name whatever, name whatever sports team <laughs> they, you want. Especially now that LeBron James is gone, he got you one. Yeah, that's true. Take take nope. whatever sport you want. I don't care. The Indians choked twice, three to one and two zero. The Browns can barely Yikes. rub two pennies together to buy a win. 
You know, and Baker you got, got Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's trying his hardest to get you one. He got, he you, got you two. He got you two. <laughs> you know, and Tyrod Taylor also got you a tie. And now you have <laughs> now your anything. Cleveland Cavaliers finally got their first win after an zero and six start with Ty Lue now gone. They just can't. They can't figure it. They blew a three one lead. The but, Indians did. They just know, can't do nothing right. I know we're running a little short on time. Yep. But last point, go for it. Uh, I want to ask about Hugh Jackson. Okay. Okay. Do you think? That was the right yep. move. I don't even have to let you finish that. Yep. Should have been gone so? last year. Maybe two years ago. Do you think he should be a coach in the NFL at all? Mm. Or do you think it was just the wrong staff and personnel? I think... Do you I don't, think he'd be better than Jason Garrett? <laughs> Let's go with that. I don't know. That's what I was trying to think of. Is he? Uh, I don't think he was... Because I do think it was a wrong fit. I do think it was a wrong fit. Because I think he has potential to be a good coach. Where at? If he has the right system. You have anybody I don't in know mind? What, I don't know. I think he'd do better than Jason Garrett. Yeah, no. <laughs> I think, mm, I don't know if he should get another job off of what he did. But it is Cleveland. I. That's a hard one. That is a hard question, actually, that you asked. Because, like, it's Cleveland. It's hard to win. <laughs> you got no. more wins this year than the last three years combined, I believe. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. And... And a tie. Yeah, he probably deserves a spot on an NFL coaching staff. Head coach, I don't know. Maybe a coordinator job. I'd give you a coordinator job. Every right. bad every bad head Come coach deserves a coordinator, coordinator job because it's easier. That's true. Is he better Jason than Jason? Garrett, Jason Garrett was a good offensive coordinator. I'll, I'll be okay. Because he was good at offense back then. Whenever he was, he was used to be the coordinator. I remember? just haven't seen at Hugh Jackson all the places he's coached. Coach. Just, I don't, not enough winning for me. So I'd probably put him as, now that I'm about probably put him as our coordinator. If that, that's all I'm giving you. But yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay. No, he could yeah. be our offensive coordinator. Oh, Lordy. I don't know. We got a lot of work to do besides Jason the offensive Garrett coordinator. Go back to offensive coordinator actually pre- I don't know. Time will tell. We'll see. I don't know for sure. I got to think about that. But that's all the time we have for this second sec- third segment. Getting into the next segment. We are finally tackling the World Series, Micah. It ended shorter than you wanted it to. I predicted it in five. That's okay. You wanted the Dodgers to win. I picked Boston. We're going to get into what all happened. That's coming up here on the hot seat. You're listening to UTARadio.com. Welcome back to this special edition on Halloween of the hot seat here on UTARadio.com, Radio FX, and iHeartRadio. This is Micah Kaw, Cole, alongside... His amazing co-host and hard-working co-host. Ah, Creighton. adjectives. Thank you, Micah. Amazing, huh? Claps. Ah, two claps for me. Thank you very much. You're not so shabby yourself. Thanks, man. <laughs> I sure hope so. Yeah, that's right. I don't think I'd have a spot on this show if I didn't work hard. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you can't get away with laziness here on this show. Nah, you can't. Gotta be ready. That's right, right? Mm-hmm. Good deal. Um, oh, wait. We never did our handshake before the show. We're going to do that now? Yeah. Let's wait till commercial Embrace break. Embrace debate. What? You got to wait till commercial break. We are in the middle of a segment. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Everyone can find out about some of our pregame rituals. Oh, my Lord. But yeah, speaking of pregame rituals, I'm pretty sure the Red Sox and the Dodgers have some pregame rituals, which happened during the World Series, Micah. It went five games. The Red Sox ended up winning the series four to one. The last game, the closing game, the clinching game was a five to one. Lesson, I would call it. Five to one lesson. Boston won that one pretty handily. 
Micah, my question to you, getting right into this, what went wrong with the Dodgers? They were your pick. What went Honestly, wrong? with the Dodgers, I don't think it's anything that they did wrong. It's just the fact of how much the Red Sox did right. The Red Sox were just on, and they were not going to be denied. And it took me a while to see that. But, man, those Red Sox just... I thought after game three, they were just going to get plumished. And they started out that way, and then Chris Sale came in and said, No! And I'm not going to repeat the exact words he said because <laughs> it's a little explicit. But he went into the dugout and said, not directly quoted, but he oh, said something like this. what are you like about this. to say? Well, no, like he, he only throws two pitches. There you go. Let, come on, guys, basically, in that sense. But I'm not going to say the full words because, I mean, it, there was some explicits in there. And we get in trouble that. on the show. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not trying to get in trouble. Don't forget to mention that. I'm not trying to get in trouble. So that's another thing. But... And Chris Sale's right. I mean, I I get that. I get why you're frustrated and upset, but man, that was a. I think that fired up the Red Sox, and obviously it ended up working out because I mean they came back, and man, there was just no coming back from that. More than likely, if, if you're the Dodgers, that that's tough, man. So you blew that four lead. You had a chance to tie the series. It was right there, and it just all went loose. And but overall, while it did only go five games. I really did enjoy this World Series. It was fun to watch, particularly that Game 3. That was nuts. That was bananas. And yeah, I think you only, could agree. It was the only good game the Dodgers had. That's true. <laughs> I think Game 1 was a good game, relatively. Game 2, I believe, was 4-2. to two. It was a relatively good game. Yeah, Game 1 was really good, actually. The first three games were pretty good. I'll, I'll give you that. Those were pretty good, in my opinion, at least. And then Game 4... It, it man, that was quite wild. Just a wild turn of events. So, and then Game Five was just kind of like you kind of knew it was going to happen. The after Dodgers the first couple innings. The Dodgers lose five to one, lose the series four to one, and they didn't do anything wrong. I wouldn't say that they didn't do anything wrong. They made some mistakes, obviously, but just the Red Sox just would not let down. Like every time the Dodgers got a little bit of momentum, the Red Sox just said, "Nope, we're going to step foot on the gas and just go kill you," pretty much virtually. I honestly believe that the Dodgers' issues may be questionable, now that I think about it. But the management and the the way they were pulling out pitchers in most of those games are so That's odd. That's true, because I, I was questioning in Game 4 more specifically. Why did you pull Rich Hill after seven Why games? did you pull Hill after that? I that, really don't no get that. reason. And, and even Trump came out and said something about it. They really? I believe so. Oh, my gosh. Unless That's that how you some, know. That's, That's how you how know. Because you know. he was like, why are you pulling Rich Hill after shutting him out for six innings or whatever it was? Like, that did not make any I believe, sense. I believe at the end I, of the day. I love Dave his, Roberts, uh, but there was questionable decision making. I, I, I believe that by the time he was done, he had, he only allowed one hit. Yeah. <laughs> I believe so. And he pulled him. It was either one or two so, hits. It wasn't much. And it's it just th- that constant coaching management throughout the series I thought was just so bogus and did it lose them the series I don't think it lost them but I definitely think it played a factor it, I think it definitely cost them game four though at least and I think you'd agree with me if you keep Rich Hill on the, and I I can't even remember the guy's name and I don't want to because he kept messing up every time he came into the game well I don't know who that is oh I don't remember that's okay. I don't want to remember because he was so bad in this series. Should I go in? <laughs> if on... there was an LVP, he would be the one. What does that stand for? It was the least valuable player. <laughs> I just wanted to hear you say Oh, my goodness. So, Why did you keep bringing in someone who clearly did not have it? Let me ask you a question, series? Micah. Should I go in on Clayton Kershaw? Go ahead. 
That's up to you. Y'all, okay. Y'all talk about how he is, uh, 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 let me preface my comments. Great regular season pitcher. Fantastic. Maybe I said he's the best. I think he's the best regular season pitcher I've ever seen. He is so god awful in the playoffs when it comes time to be fair. To he's get, had his moments, stop, but otherwise stop, he's been stop, bad. Stop to get the job done. He cannot do it, and I don't want to hear any more about it. And I don't want him in Texas. I do. He can get you. He can get you wins. Can he get you a World Series? Apparently not. Can he get you? No. Can he get you a World Series? I think eventually. But what? He's had two shots in a row, and he didn't get it done. And he didn't get it done. And let's not mention, there's been times before where he didn't even get to World Series because he would choke it away in, in the earlier rounds. Before he was this, ah, oh, much improved pitcher in the, in the playoffs. He hasn't been able to get it done. Do you trust him on the mound when the playoffs come? Maybe more so now than before, but do you trust him when the World Series are in town? No. Ah, uh, no. So why is... Outside he's of just his, not good. Against Houston, he had one good start. That's it. Game one. That was it. He hasn't had another good World Series moment. And yeah, so exactly. That justifies your case. Exactly. So I agree with you. Maybe in the earlier rounds now, he'd be okay. But once he gets to the World Series, for some reason, he, it just does not Y'all click in all his head. want him to come to Texas. What's he going to do here? What's Better he going to do here? anything else here. <laughs> okay, yeah, I get that. But okay, okay, fine. You go ahead and win 110 games and then lose in the World Series. <laughs> We've done that before. We've lost in the World Series. I don't think we've ever won 110 games. I don't care but... about the games. I don't, Micah, I don't care about the games. There's been times where we've won 100 games and we got embarrassed by the Toronto Blue Jays, okay? 90 games. I don't care. No, it doesn't matter, okay? Games don't matter to me. You can get into I, the playoffs. Just to quote, I did not want to play Toronto in 2016. Yeah, okay. I wanted nothing to do and, with Toronto. And you saw what happened. I knew it was going to happen if we played them again. Everyone wanted revenge, but I knew it was going to happen. Like I don't understand with after watching Clayton Kershaw, his his game five seven innings pitched, four earned runs, and within the first five to six or seven pitches that I counted, the dude was already in trouble. I mean, we were already having an issue on the mound for the Dodgers, and I speak I say we as an if I'm talking about if I'm on the Dodgers side, I'm not, but you know, so I don't get why we want him so bad here. If he's not going to do it, he clearly does not. It's over for him. As finally, a, give us something exciting to watch in the regular season. Oh though. my god! I'm okay. Fine. Regular season's fine. Do you okay? So, do you value regular season games over championship wins? No. Okay. Well, then that based on what that. we have right now, I'd rather have that. That doesn't get you. That doesn't get you. It gets you close to a ring. Doesn't get you one. You gonna pay for it all? <laughs> no. Exactly. So what are we doing? Too expensive. Yeah. Wait. What? What? I mean, Kershaw's going to ask for a lot. Well, I know, but so. y'all are acting like, okay. I mean, so, oh, so now it's a money issue. I thought you wanted him. I do. Which one is but it? Honestly, after the performance, he's, performance is excuse You're me, the one had. that just said that he was going to get a world chip, I mean, a world championship. He could. Eventually. But now if you're he saying after his performance. Like that, he won't. Well, yeah. In the World Series, obviously. I got one more question for you. Unless the team entirely. I got picks one more him question up. for you. The ratings, the ratings for this. World Series went down 27%. Why is that? From last year? From last year. I'm not totally sure. I mean, that, Why do you think? It's not as crazy right now. 
like, no, I'm asking you. Why? It's not. There's no right you, answer. I want to know why you think. I really don't know. Like, that's an interesting uh, issue at the moment. Like, that is really a crazy question. I actually don't know how to answer that. That is really wild because I mean it is the biggest base stage of baseball there is. It's because baseball's got to change its rules. I'll tell you for. I'll tell you yourself. So. All right, give me a few of your changes here if we have time. We have a minute. It's it's too long. It's it's too long. I'm dying over here. I'm it, are like, you just saying the season is too long or the games are too long? Like that's that. There's obviously a big difference between the two. The games. Sorry, the games. The games. Oh, okay. Well, too many start stops. Honestly, though, even the season's too long, and that's something. Season too have. long. Playoffs are too short. That's why the rankings. Are, why the ratings so you're are saying down. They should expand the playoffs. I think they should. I think they should like. Yeah, over time. Not more games. I think every series should be seven games, but I think they should Even not the be played back round? to back. No, then not should the wild, the wild card. card round be best of three though. Nah, probably not. Okay. I like, I, but I like the one game playoff, but it's also a little redundant because you're playing 162 games just to play one game. Exactly. Divis- so that is kind of dumb. Divisional, yes, needs to be seven. CS seven World Series seven. Yeah, the CS and D, uh, World Series are seven. But wait, 162 games and then a month of baseball for the playoffs. Too short. Can't do it. That's why ratings are down. It's just not. It's not the right format. It's all the traditionalist baseball needs to change. Do you think the M- okay? Well, actually, we'll get into that another time. Okay, true because we all we don't have much time left. Um, yeah. But congratulations to the Boston Red Sox, nonetheless, cool. right? And you know, Mitch, and Mitch Moreland, former Ranger. Oh my lord! Yeah, you know, looks like I looks like the this, curse would follow him forever, but I guess not. Looks like this team's going to be around for a while. But that's all the time we have for this segment. Up next, Micah, we're going to get into Ooh. our little fun segment. Yeah. Going away from sports, I want to know. It's Halloween. What is your favorite scariest movie of all time? That's coming up here on the hot seat. You're listening to UTRadio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on utaradio.com, iHeartRadio, Radio FX, and streaming on Facebook Live. Search Micah Cole for the live stream. As always, my name is Creighton Branch, the man to my left here, as you just heard, Micah Caw Cole. Happy Halloween, Micah Cole, once again. This is the Halloween edition of the Hot Seat. Only happens once a year, mind you. That's true, and we got we got fortunate for it to land on a, on, on this particular day. We sure did. Now, before we go on, I uh, want a little score update for SC Dallas. It's the, oh, God, don't break my heart. We got it. We got I'm not it. breaking your we heart have it. Right Hold now. on. Before, before you say to. it, before you say it, we have it uh, up on the live stream. We have that score, and we have the Dallas Mavericks when they start because oh, they're I didn't about know to start. That it was on there for sure. Yeah, yeah, we got we got it going on there. So okay, okay give it to me. It's zero to zero in the fifteenth minute right now. Oh, good. Okay, it's you a- can breathe again. <laughs> we better win that. Yeah, oh, we have. Yeah, really we're upset. out. We're out if we don't. I'll be really upset if we don't win that game. Uh, so we should be the one seed. Before we continue on, real quick. Oh yeah, we should be the one seed, but we kind of took it off. Uh, okay, let's say quick, you what? beat Dallas. I mean, let's say you beat Portland. Okay. Do we play either Seattle or who's the top seed in West? No? Sporting Kansas oh, KC. City. KC, Kansas City. Uh, who do you think we'll end up playing? Like, who do you think will win that three six? So we determine who we're playing. I think we're playing Seattle. You think we'll play Seattle? And I think, think it's going to be another win. Yeah, yep. and I think it's going to be another great 
two game set. Yep. I I actually in my bracket had picked case or uh uh, well, the three sport seed. oh uh, sport no who are you asking is, i i had picked this to play kc in the next round kansas and city be, yeah oh okay, okay i had okay. picked this to play kc kansas city and to beat them and, but if you want we can talk about that in a little bit but more in depth but i have them going to the conference finals so, who fc dallas yeah oh i'm have, i have us winning the whole thing oh that's good i know I, I think it'll be tough to beat seattle for the for those who don't know i'm a huge fc dallas fan Big time. So, this is a very crucial point in the year for me. As we get underway with the MLS playoffs, we've never won the the uh, MLS Cup before. We've had multiple teams that have been able to do it but can't get the job done. I have been to the past three uh, playoff outs that we, you know, we've gotten bounced out. It hurts, man. Maybe tonight will be the difference. Maybe right? it'll change tonight. Hopefully. But enough of that. Getting into a little bit of a fun segment, taking away from sports. It's Halloween, Micah, as we keep saying on the show. I think everybody knows by I now, right? That. I hope so. If not, well, then let's say it again. It's Halloween. It's okay, Halloween. Now there you go. Um, Micah, what is your favorite scary movie of all time? Oh, man. Mine's actually fairly recent. Mine just broke the book. Halloween was pretty dang good, man. I loved it. It was scary. It was intense, and I loved the movie. Really? Yeah. It was crazy. Just could you imagine somebody like Michael Myers walking around just in the streets and then just out of nowhere? Uh no, I'll be okay. You wouldn't freak out? No, no, I would. You just I'm see not, a guy like, with I'm a like... knife coming up. Yeah, no, that's not that's not okay. <laughs> that would be freaky to just turn around and see that. I don't think I can handle that very well. I don't either. <laughs> I don't think any many of us would. <laughs> I mean, that's fairly that's fairly new for you to say that. That's a good one though. It, it was a great movie. It was. I was I was I was pleasantly surprised because the old one's so good, such a classic. They haven't been really been able to replicate that. I know. I think it's I think it's the best one since the first one. The best since the first. And and so I I I was very happy with it. I think the way the story was set up with it spanning it being a direct sequel to the first one over forty years. I think that worked out great. That was a phenomenal. I think Jamie Lee uh, Curtis played a great actress in that again, reprising her role. And yeah, of course, Michael Myers was great. I thought the way the the movie was shot was fantastic too. Now, before we move on to yours, do you think it sets up for another one, or do you think because it's kind of crazy, oh it has like to? It, I think it does, but it's hard to tell because I mean we don't know if Michael Myers died in the house or if he got out. We don't know. No, it. it I think. Who knows? Michael Myers was pretty smart in how to get around stuff. Yeah, no, it it uh it definitely sets up for a sequel. I think they've already have they confirmed a sequel. I'd have to look. I should know that, but I don't. Right I, I haven't seen anything yet, at least. I'll look because I'm I'm sure should. That I should know that. Soon if, I'm kind of ashamed that haven't. I don't. My favorite movie of all scary movie of all time. I wonder if you've seen any of these. There's five of them now. Really, the only good ones are the first. You could argue three, two at least, because I such a history with these. <clears throat> Paranormal Activity. You ever seen them? It sounds familiar. It sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't confirm. I'd have to go look. You never seen Paranormal Activity? I'm pretty sure I have, but I can't confirm for sure. You it got- sounds very. The name sounds catchy and rem- and familiar. 
you man feed, feed me a little bit of information okay, so, on it so it's sure a I'll you ever heard of found footage yeah found footage film where they film through like cameras video cameras mm-hmm. that's what it is and first one came out in 07 and they claim it's off a true story who knows true events whatever realistic fiction <laughs> of course if it's not true yeah obviously and what it is it, it's uh this couple you know moves in this house and course things start happening right and so you know the uh husband buys the camera and starts filming with it and puts it up mounts it at different places in the house this is starting the, to sound familiar right throughout the night um even in the daytime and he captures it all on this footage and that's what you're watching the whole movie through and it's like ooh, it just feels so real especially the first one watching in theaters it was like oh my gosh I mean, like, it's like the Blair Witch Project 2.0. That's exactly what it is. I think it's scarier than the Blair Witch Project from back in the day, which that's a good one, too. But I think the the first Paranormal Activity did better found footage than the Blair Witch, honestly. And so that would be my favorite scary movie. Um, That one, I remember watching the second one in theaters and the third one. It made it hard to go home because you get home and it's all dark. And, you know, (laughs) it just makes you think. How can you protect yourself from a... You know, a ghost, I guess you could say, is a better way to put it. You can't. At least with Michael Myers, you can attempt to fight him. That's true. You might lose. Probably will lose. (laughs) But, uh, you know, with the ghost, you're you're basically done for. And, you know, and and what are you going to do? Not ever fall asleep? I mean, you see what I'm saying? I mean, that's the thing. It's like, and anyways... That was, I just, I can recall back to like the times I saw that and I was like, that had me on the edge, man. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I didn't like the dark. I couldn't sleep. Even walking to the car out of the theater, we were like, oh my gosh. There was one time actually where I think it was number three. We walked out of the theater and we forgot to shut the door to the cars. We forgot to shut the door to the car mm-hmm. and we walked out and they were open and we were like, oh my gosh. Yeah. We were spooked, especially coming out of that movie. So that's why that's my number one, you know? But number two, as you said, well, my honorable mention would definitely be the old, the first Halloween. That's such a classic movie. I think it's told so well, you know? I, th- I, I think it is, for the time it was set in, man, and I wasn't even born then. That was in the 80s. Think about how crazy that must have been. How scary that must have been. Pretty scary. And, you know, I could... I go back and forth between that and the Friday the 13th movies, but I think Halloween gets me more. Because it seems more realistic, in a That's way. True. You know it what I'm saying? It seems like something that could actually happen. Because you, you think about mental escape patients, if that could ever happen. I mean, and it just, I think it would be hard to get away with that nowadays, like he did. Oh, I'm not about to, yeah. But, but I'm not about to get to the little sense of it. I'm just saying. It's definitely realistic, but even then, I mean, I, I don't know if some... The, People are more likely to pick up a gun and start firing than that. I'm just being honest with you. Then, right? like, what do you mean? Like, picking up a knife. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's easier to get away. Well, it's the typical horror movie. You know, he's got the knife. The person's yeah. running. They trip over. They're hurt. You know, wounded. The old-fashioned and, way? Yeah, and he, and, he, and he just grabs them. It's, it's, it's horror movie at its finest. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It, I love it. It's great. But, uh, no, Paranormal really messed me up when it came out. Because I've never seen anything like it before. Because at that point, I never saw the Blair Witch. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know what found footage was. And of course, me being, you know, 07, that was 10 years old. 
I believed every minute of it. And I'm like, oh, great. This can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I definitely encourage you to watch the first three. I think you should. All right. In a dark room. No, oh, no, no lights on. Surround sound. Are they on Netflix? Or Hulu? I believe the first one's on Netflix. Okay, I'll look at it. I, I'm not quite sure, though. Don't <laughs> quote me on that. But I think you definitely need to check them out because I, I think you need to see what I'm talking about. Now, the fourth and the fifth one, they kind of got away from the whole thing. It got into this really weird storyline with this cult and everything, and it just didn't make sense anymore. The fourth one was kind of teetering on that. Fifth one definitely is out for me. I didn't like it at all. But the first, the first one's fantastic. The first two or three, I'd say, you can't beat. So good. So good, so good, so good. And Halloween's a great pick. I'm glad you saw that movie because that's a fantastic one. I didn't know you were going to go see it. Yeah, I did. Me and my mom and my brother went to go see it. How'd they like it? They liked it. They did? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I didn't know you had it in you. Mm-hmm. So are I you, are you uh, originally, uh, like, are you, like, a horror fan at all? Or is that one you, you just kind of see here and there? <laughs> Here and there. Okay. I get you. Cool. I like to go see movies. It's fun. Well, yeah. I, I know you like to go see movies. Lately, I'm, just talking about, I'm just talking about well, horror, though. Particularly lately, because the funny thing is, I, now that I live in Los Colinas, I live right next to the Alamo. You got to tell so everyone where like, you live? Well, I live in that area. <laughs> just kidding. But my point is, I live in the Los Colinas area, so the Alamo is kind of close. So it's like, now it's like I have a movie theater right there. So it's like, okay. Now I can go watch some movies. Like, <laughs> okay. easy. It's easy for me to get around to doing that. True. You know? Well, so yeah. It's, it's no, fun. You're right. You're right. Um, it's a nice little area. So check it out sometime. Yeah. All the listeners, <laughs> go check out Lost Kalinas. <laughs> sure. Okay. That's all the time we have for this segment, though. Um, that was fun. Let's get away, get away from that. Uh, it's Halloween. I'm glad we got to do that segment. There's like, you know, not everybody gets to do segments like that. It's not every day, you know, we get an opportunity to coming here on a hall on the, that specific holiday and talk about it a little bit. I read the Mav, I read the Mavs win another championship uh <laughs> than me talk about scary movies, but that's okay. I'd rather this the is, Rangers win one cuz at least the Mavs already won one. Yeah, don't I don't know. They got a lot of work to again, do. But then again, that would be pretty fun to see Luka and DSJ win a championship. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, sure. Okay. Dirk one more, I guess. We'll give him one more cuz he should have two, but He should yes, he definitely should. But that's all the time we have for this segment. Coming up Back into the playoffs, we are going to break down how to fix these playoffs, if there's a way to fix them, if you should fix them. Micah, you have had multiple opinions on this, to say the least. I've kind of stood pat with my take. That's coming up here on the hot seat. You're listening to UTARadio.com. Can't wait to hear yours again. Welcome back to the hot seat on this special Halloween edition. I am Micah. Cole, alongside my hardworking co-host, Creighton Branch, also known as The Birdman. You could say hardworking again. Hardworking co-host. I like that. Love it. You know this song? It's very familiar. I just forget the name. Rihanna? You like Riri? You don't know Rihanna? I do know who she is. Okay, okay, okay. Don't give me that look. I know who it is. It's just... I'm not Check out this album. Nope. Check out this album. All right. It's called Good Girl Gone Bad. It's uh, is it her debut album? I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me. This is not a music show, sports show, but I believe it's her debut album. It's fantastic. Check it out sometime. Mm-hmm. That's all I oh. encourage you to do. Cool. I've definitely educating heard the song you. Before. I just don't have know what you? the name is. Educating you here on the hot seat, Micah. I love it. That's right. Learn something new every week. Speaking of education, it takes some education to break down this 
college football playoff format. Getting right into it. Michael, we, we, we talked about this earlier. This is kind of what started everything. Was how to, was This is was what this, started was this the top, hot seat. <laughs> yeah, which was this topic itself. Where we kind of got the idea to... Uh, well, honestly, it was more of a... Uh, you said something, and then I, you know, thought that was bogus. And thus, for one thing led to another, and here we are with the show. Yes, sir. So, Micah... Theoretically, didn't it really start? Because you were wearing a Real Madrid jersey or something like that? No, I'm didn't know, sure I didn't know one at the time. I didn't know one at the time. Yeah, that's true. But I think you or were wearing I? one, and we were about to play them in Champions League. If you were, I had to have had that. Yeah, that's yeah, right. No, I had. Like, that's kind of how it started. That. We were here yeah. near the radio studio. <laughs> correct. <laughs> that's correct. so ironic. But yeah, no, getting um, the playoffs being announced. Many people have an issue with it. Some people think it needs to be expanded. Something that teams need to be different in a way. Micah, how do we fix these playoffs? Do they need fixing? How would you go about doing it? Well, before we get into it, I just want to say how much more efficient the current the system we have right now is to the BCS championship crap. And I think you agree with me, but before we go into it, what do you think? Do you think it's a much better system than what we had before, at yeah. least? Yeah, but it still has some bias to it, but it is because... Can a computer tell me that this team is better than this team? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the I, only I think issue. it's a less crooked system. That's that. Yeah, that's the only thing I had an issue with. And yeah, no, like so, that's all. That's that's all I have to say. It's, I just think that that is was the big issue with the BCS. It's like the eye test was the big. Made, we all know that. That's the factor. That's why yeah, they brought that's this. A big thing. That's why it they brought be. the committee in. And because it's not fair to let a computer sit there. I and think make it needs to decisions. be tweaked a little bit, and I'll get in that after you're done. But it's better than the BCS, better and, than a computer. And I love where it's at. I love having an epic four-team playoff. It's great. But there's obviously some flaws to it, and there's going to be. That's, that's unjustifiable. No, to the four-team playoff right now. There's some flaws to it. Oh, okay. There's a few flaws to it. but So it, go for not, it. How it's would not going to be perfect. How would you fix said, those flaws? Well, one thing's for sure. Well, what's I mean, the flaw itself? Well, it's just hard to justify who should really be in, like because there's always this debate of, most deserving or who who's the best like or do conference championships matter or do they not you know i there's just a lot of weird things to it like i think there needs to be an official scram trans or transcript there needs to be official like document saying this is what we look at when we're looking at the playoff because i don't think anyone has a clear idea of what that look like that yeah they they consider all these things but what did they consider the most because i mean You've seen them have some questionable calls with the conference championship, and they say that they weigh that the most. With the Ohio State thing in the couple years? Yeah, the Ohio State thing, or a couple years before that, uh, Penn State situation. That was the same year, was it not? No. That was because Ohio State got in on the at-large, remember? Yeah. Oh, that was two separate years. You're right. Last year, it was Ohio State that missed with the 30-point law. True. Now, there just needs to be some there needs to be some justification to it because I mean I'm obviously a little bit at a loss. Now I can see a reason for an expansion in a sense because but maybe it shouldn't be the eight that I was saying. Maybe you should go to six. Oh, so now you're now you're coming around. Well now I you're see coming your, around. I see your justification. So wait because, what? So, After a long, hard fought battle of a whole year. You are not going to come on this show for the first time that we actually get to talk about this and say that there should be eight teams. There can be. 
What? There can be. No. If you want it do to be, you believe that? I think six makes sense. But you... Now, the reason I would say but... eight is because, in a sense, though, but I, I still think, you thinking over what you've told me, just thinking about it over this last year, because, I mean, we've had plenty of ch- times to talk about this. Six makes a lot of sense because you can have the five conference champions of the Power Five, and then oh you can have an at-large. Oh, my gosh, you're you copying out. You are copying out. How am I copying? What? I just believe what you're saying. Like your justification makes sense after running through everything for a year. Now, why? Okay, why are you backing on that now? However, I still like the eight-team playoff. Does UCF deserve to be in? That's the question I want to ask you. No, not this so year. No Especially not this year. So do mid-majors deserve? Well, they're better than last year. I don't think so. You don't think I so? I think last year was they're a They're higher ranked team. now than they were last year. They got to eight, I think, last not year. Not this point. Seven. At this point, they were you higher. Got, yeah. No, they were higher. Which is surprising in a sense. They got, they got to eight when they got to the bowl game. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. You're right. They this team to, is nine, and we're halfway through the season. But I'd, they almost lost to Memphis, man. Memphis at home, I believe. That's that's unjustified. So after man. all this, your six teams. I think so. So I no think ma- that makes so you're the tell- most sense. So you telling me you're going to take mid majors away after all the talk you've had about the at large mid majors? It's just hard mid-majors? to justify it. Wow! Wow! Because like literally, wow. The only way you could ever justify a mid major getting in is they have to at- play their butts off in a crazy non conference schedule, and. You've seen it. They, they, this team is cannot. Yeah, they've won twenty straight games, but let's be honest. I don't think they deserve. They haven't it. played nobody. Exactly. This year they haven't played anybody. Last year they had a, I guess a couple of wins, but two wins against Memphis ain't gonna cut it. So okay, fine. If you're six teams, what? So does that mean the five? So, what five? So the five power champ- conference okay. champions get an automatic qualifier. And okay. you get one at large to play with. Now, if you go to eight, you do the five automatic qualifiers. Okay. Which one is large. it? Eight or six? You got pick. I'm giving. I'm, I'm saying you six. Okay. For now, at least. What? To expand it. What are you talking about? Let's try you're, it with you're six. You're wavering. Try you're like, it you're at like, six. You're like six. Try it at six. No, no, I need a definitive, a definitive answer. Then six. Definitive. Then six. Six? Six. 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 On the record, six, six or eight. Six. Okay, that's it. You're done on the record. So now you got to talk about six. <laughs> okay, so with six, you go with the five conference champions, and then you have one at-large bid to play with, and that's kind of where the discussion will happen, is with a six, a six team. So then you could put in Ohio State or whoever you want to put in there, Oklahoma, Michigan, or whoever it is in this case. The thing with me is that I don't want to expand the playoffs to where at the point where games don't matter. Because that's the best part of college football opposed to NFL. Every game matters. Now, I'm going to go into this real quick before I finish my point. The only problem I have with the automatic qualifiers is that it sends a bad message to teams saying it, the non-conference doesn't matter. Because all you have to do is win that conference championship. So that could I could see that being a, a problem. That's an issue. So that's where an issue comes in. So what do you do about that, Creighton? Well, you say that the strength of schedule matters almost as I mean not as much, but so almost. do you keep it like a similar like you you go up to six and you do you keep a similar well, here's my format? Thing. I mean, here's so the, what you have now. 
Obviously, you weigh the conference championship or conference championship a lot, but you also weigh the strength of schedule. I think strength of schedule is a huge thing. I think conference championships is a huge thing. I think undermined sometimes. I think think the eye test is a big thing, too. I think it all comes into factor and plays a part. I don't think... I don't... I think conference championships should be slightly above everything else, but just slightly. I don't think that... I honestly, here's the thing. I do not think that Alabama or some of those teams should get away with playing the conference. That they, I mean, the, uh, the non-conference, non-conference schedules, schedules that they, that they do. That's look, unacceptable. You're talking about Fresno State. And how are they even in the top 25 last year? I don't know. Does True. that just tell you that it's the Alabama Invitational, as you call it? Thank you. As you like to call it. That's what, that's, so, what, that's what that's they call bogus. it, so I go ahead and call it that, too. There's no way Alabama should have been in last year. That, I that, still think that's crazy. I know. That drives me nuts. But here's here. This is, I think we're almost in an agreement with this. I'd pick six teams because I think eight makes it where two losses are okay, and that makes games not matter. See, that's another thing that I took into account, too, because, look, two, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just hard Two losses. So now you're on my side. In a sense, After yes. all that. I mean, it's a, it might be okay to have a two-loss a team occasionally, like maybe Auburn last year that beat the number one team back-to-back weeks. But, man, just two losses. Like, that just sounds weird now. Just Yeah. Because, like, if there was going to be a two-loss team in the college football playoff, it would have happened last year, and it didn't. Yeah, no. Um, the thing is, is that... I think here. I think we agree. Surprisingly, honestly, I thought you would have went eight, but you went six. That's okay. You have to give. I also believe you have to give. If you're going to weigh so much of conference championships, you have to give the five, power five conference. You know, because it, that that matters. And then you, you can t- throw you around take, that six slot. You take around the six, you, and then you, the seedings you can play with as well. You you take you take the six slot six slot because I believe after that it's like okay number seven probably didn't deserve to be in and I think that's how you fix it and I think they they should expand that sooner than later. Now I got a question for you before we continue. What uh, what's up? So let's say they do go to six. So the first and second seeds get buys. Do the losers of the three six and four five go to a bowl game after that or is that it? Like like almost like a third place game in a way, not necessarily not not, no, not like a third to a, place game. Like, but like do a, they go back into a like the system, the bowl system, and they get a bowl game after that? If they if they lose if those they games, lose. or no, are they just that's done? it. Okay, that's it. You're in the playoffs, buddy. Okay, better win. Okay, I'm just asking. Do they do that now? No, nope. I was so just I'll, asking because now that you're going I'm, to six teams, nah, you you're good. No, I uh, no. <clears throat> okay, you're in the playoffs. I just wanted to ask because I've heard that conversation thrown around before on other stations yeah. that I've listened to. If you don't so. like it, if you don't like it, you better win. Exactly. I'm not giving. I ain't about giving consolation Those bowl prizes. games only give one game anyways, so it's like you get your one bowl game. There you go. You lost it. I I ain't about. I ain't not about. I'm not. I'm not about giving. I sound like a pair. About giving consolation prizes, medals, participation medals. Now, if you don't win, you're that's it for me, man. You're done. Now I gotta ask another question. This is another crazy one. For the first round, do you let them play at campus sites? If you're the higher seed? Mm. Maybe. That would be interesting. That would that's spice it point. up a little bit. 
And then once you get down to the final four, then you go bowl game. I'm okay with that. I can live. That's actually not bad. I can do that. That would be interesting. I though. just can't believe that you're on six teams now after all this of eight because you were so high. You're not getting away from this. I'm going to tell everybody. Micah was. was I was pretty what, sold on the eight team. Micah thing, was sold on the eight team. He had about 40 different theories. <laughs> I could not figure could out not which figure one was the right out. one. <laughs> there was times where, yeah. Mid-majors with one loss and the highest top 15 win got in and things like that. And I guess you're on six now. So says the record. Okay. If you want to get in, play your butt off. If you're... Well, I'm glad I've influenced you a little bit here on this show. You know? You learn a thing or two from the best. Oh, don't do that to me. (laughs) Whatever. You do? That now you just do whatever. Okay. That now I look like the person that's been asking for compliments, but uh <laughs> No, you haven't. Yeah, you've earned them. <laughs> Stop. You have. Ah. You have. I'm not. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add about me? You're great. Oh, stop. Okay, You're yeah. Fantastic. No, no, we're done with that. We're done with that. But no, yes. Um I think I think that six is perfect. I don't think you should ever expand it past six. I think college football, the essence of it. Is that all games matter? Unlike the NFL, still great. NFL is fantastic because not very many teams get in, and there's 30. But with you know college football, <clears throat> there's only so many teams that can actually compete for the championship. And I think that with making keeping each game significant is a big deal. I don't think you should spend eight because I think you're going to start seeing a one and eight seed. Could you imagine if Alabama played who's eight right now? Uh, I think it's Washington State. Washington, because we just talked. Yeah, it's about Washington it. State. What are they going to do to Washington State? <laughs> Blow the brakes exactly. off Exactly. <gasps> so I just think that, I think you're going to start getting bad matchups. Or, you know, I just, or like, let's say Kentucky goes up to eight. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like. That, I mean, that doesn't make sense. I know, I'm just saying. Like, oh, I'm just saying, like, that would be hard. Exactly. What do you think they're going to do with that? I mean, it's just going to be, it's going to be miserable for them. So I just think you're going to get level, the level of competition is going to go down. The level of quality of the game is going to go down. Keep it at six. I think they should expand next year, maybe two years. This four-year thing has worked out great, but it's time to move on. Now, to, I'll give this to you, though. Last point. The college football playoff, I, I love it. I love the direction of it. I love where it's at right now compared, obviously, to the BCF. It, it's just nice just to have a little one extra game at the end there. Like, you get you get this playoff. I love it. At least it's something right now. And it's better than what we had. And I, don't, I definitely love where it's at right now. I True. mean, yeah, it's not perfect, but I definitely love it. True. I will be tracking your um, this this topic and see where you go because I didn't think you were going to quaver. So we'll see if you quaver some more. Eight to six. No, I actually think six now. Okay, if you say I so. It. If you believe it, that's that that's the essence of the of the show. If you believe I've been it, doing say it all night. I'm not going to change it. Well, I'm Same glad you I could believe. get on board with me. That's all I got to say about that. Coming up next, you convinced me. Thank you. Going to the NFL, another football. We'll be talking about the daunted matchup, the highly anticipated matchup with high offense, Baker Mayfield versus Patrick Mahomes. They had a they had a Ooh. nice one in college. Mike, I want to know who you're going to start your franchise with. That's coming up here on the hot seat <laughs> after you that you're now with after after the break. You're now listening to utaradio.com. Welcome back here, folks, to the Halloween edition. Of the hot seat, alongside Creighton Branch and myself, Micah Ka K. 
coal. Writing's on the wall. You like God, you know Stevie I really Wonder? I love this song. Yes, yeah, it's a good I've, one, isn't I've it? I've heard this one all my life pretty much. I hope, I hope you have heard it before. My dad always would play it. That's awesome. <laughs> I this, love it. This is it's a good one. He, I don't blame him for playing it all the time. It's definitely a catchy song. <laughs> one of the best musicians to ever live, hands down, Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt? Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I know. Nah, this is... Love this song. Maybe one of my Child favorite, like... Maybe, yeah, maybe one of my favorite, like, Halloween time songs. Theme songs, I guess. Well, not th just theme for Halloween. I, I, I think this is definitely one of them. And so... Uh, just get now, you, that's something it, I didn't know, it gets though. You, it gets you so groovy. I didn't know that it was a Halloween well, it, theme song. It, yeah, it basically is. I mean, it kind of turned into that. It's kind of what it turned into. I just heard it kind of your... Because that's what they use on all the, like... So. They use that on a bunch of, like, Halloween kind of movies, theme movies. It's a good one, though. Yeah, yeah, of it's course. It's quite catchy. But um, <laughs> sticking on with football, Micah, going into the NFL... Big matchup this weekend. Oh, yeah. Between. I think we're all been waiting for this one for a little bit. Kansas City and the Cleveland Browns. Now, the quarterbacks that are playing on that field happen to be Patrick Mahomes for Kansas City and Baker Mayfield for the Cleveland Browns. The last time they met was in college. Oklahoma oh, came to Lubbock to play Texas Tech. That was quite the game. If Oklahoma won 66 to 59. Let me give you these yard stats. Baker Mayfield threw for 545 yards, seven touchdowns, no interceptions, 99 QBR. Patrick, that's almost perfect. Patrick Mahomes, 734 yards, five touchdowns, <laughs> one interception, 89 Jeez, QBR. Shootout, that's for sure. And you said it was 66 to 59? 66 59. Jeez. Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma Jeez. won. That's a that is a that lot. That's a wild game. You know, over And this was last year? No, this or two years ago. 2 years ago. Okay. This is uh they combined for over 1600 yards of offense. It's crazy. <laughs> Honestly, yards. I think I remember this game. Oh now. heck yeah, I remember this game. Wasn't so, there like was didn't Tech throw like ninety passes that game or something like that? They threw uh yes, actually eighty eight. They oh threw eighty eight. Oh my gosh, I remember this game because I remember it being talked about. 50, 52 for eighty eight on <laughs> oh passing. Oh my for Tech. gosh. <laughs> I know, but they completed most of them, which is insane. That's just ridiculous. They must have just came out and said, We're just gonna throw it a hundred times. It's and one of the you're it's, it's one, you like it or not. It's one of the it's probably the best it's it has to be, right? The best offensive game you've ever seen. Probably. Yeah. For sure. I, it's hard for me to not find best another game, one. Just best offensive. And yeah. uh no. It's you hard know. for me to find a better offensive game than that. True. No, you're absolutely right. Those and games so, can be really fun. They can get repetitive. They meet man. back up Sunday in Cleveland, I believe. Yes, it is in Cleveland. Okay. It's a new My question show. to you, with as good as Patrick Mahomes has looked this year, what we know from Baker Mayfield, Micah, who would you build your team around? Who what? would you want to start your franchise with? Baker Mayfield Look, or I love Baker Patrick Mayfield, Mahomes? But it's... Based on what Patrick Mahomes has done so far, man, I'd have to start around Patrick Mahomes. You just got to love his ability. He, is, he can do so much with the football. And you've seen it already here in the early going. Like, he's gotten that team going. He's got him on the right foot. And I, I actually kind of like that. That's a good thing. Is he the next Aaron Rodgers? He's getting there. Yeah, he is. He's definitely getting there. I'm not going to say that he is yet because, that, I mean, that would be unjustifiable right now. 
just because it's so early in his career. But, man, if he keeps doing what he's doing, there's no doubt that he'll be there eventually. Yeah, and listen here. Listen, you can't... I don't think you. I don't think it's fair to compare stats in the NFL right now because it's <laughs> obvious Patrick Mahomes is equipped with so many more weapons than Baker Mayfield is. You have it. What you have to I take here. I love Baker Mayfield. Don't get me wrong. No, oh, I know you do. Yeah, no, you're right. No, and I don't think your opinion's wrong. You have to look at the eye test here, and you just have to see what you know, which quarterback has more intangibles, has more swagger. And I, who who I believe is just a flat out winner when it's all said and done. And for that reason, I'm taking Baker Mayfield. I I, I think hey, you can't really go wrong with either you, one of these. They've, no, that's true. Baker's brought a lot of energy to that team, so there I, is you're, some, not, you're not necessarily wrong. There is something about that guy that just that that gets his teammates, any teammate, whether that's in Oklahoma or Cleveland, fired up, fired up, ready to play, to play their best. I would be ready to play if I was playing with that guy. Exactly, <laughs> that's for sure. For so for me, as has he won? You know, all the games he's played, no, obviously not. He's on the he's on the Browns. He's not perfect. No, but he's, he's on the perfect. Browns too. They don't have the best team. Patrick Mahomes has one loss, and he can fling the football. Can he fling the football better than Baker Mayfield? Yeah, he can. But the thing is with Baker, and this is why I, I get why you picked him. He won about as many games as most m- many have with with Cleveland. <laughs> well, that's the th- I guess that's it, true. Har- no, you're right. It's like, harder to win a couple of games there right now, considering right? what they have. No, absolutely. I think that they're getting better. I mean, that's that's true. I believe they're definitely getting better with the picks that they have. They have a good. De- they have a much better defense. The offense is getting better. But man, it's still not perfect, man. There's there's a long ways to go, but with the right personnel, Baker could be really special in this league. And I just go back to the dude just a is a flat out winner. I mean, he's gonna find a way. It's almost like Deshaun he's just Watson. Just gonna fight till the end. And you well, yeah, like that. but he's gonna. He, it's like he's gonna find a way to get it done. You know, you know, it's just and the way he plays, I love it, man. I get a lot of people don't like it. You know, it's too. It's it's not formal enough. It's not the right way to carry yourself as an athlete. All his antics, everything like that. Well, he's not a perfect person either. He's human just like an evil. True, but so. I, I love it, man. It's so much fun. And it's kind of what I think a sport needs is a off-the-wall athlete like him, you know, that just plays, wears his heart on his sleeve when he plays. And he just, I mean, he's so passionate. And I'd rather have that, someone that's overly passionate, than someone that's not, and that's not. I'm not calling Patrick Mahomes not that. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not overly passionate. I'm just saying <clears throat> Baker Mayfield is. You know, it's. I mean, he he's so passionate about the game. You know, and honestly, he kind of reminds me of Chris Sale. Just how tough he is okay. mentally. Like, cause Chris Sale will get. You've seen him get emotional many times, and that's what Baker does. He just goes out there and is passionate. I mean. You've seen Chris Sale walk out pretty fume before, and you know when he's mad. Right. Like, that's the kind of guy you want on your team that can come up, be a leader when it's necessary. And I think that he has that ability in this league. No, it's, um, I can see where you're saying that. I didn't get that at first, but now I get it, what you're saying. And is Patrick Mahomes going to win you games? Yes. Yes. He's going to win you games. But, Long term, now I don't know. We'll see if Baker Mayfield ends up not being even more close to Pat Mahomes in the next six years. 
I'll say I was wrong because because I didn't see this coming out of Patrick Mahomes at all. Nobody. I did. knew he had the arm. I saw it in college. He had the ability and the talent and potential. Yeah, no, he had, and I saw you know watching him live so many times. I, I mean, I knew the kid could throw, but I didn't know that. I didn't think that he could step in and be an NFL quarterback. There's a lot to handle there. I watching Baker. I just knew that he was going to be an NFL quarterback, as in like, well, obviously with his talent, but like, you know, that is, you know what I'm saying is that I believe he's going to make it, and he's going to be really good in this league. And I think, and just look, when they drafted him, how much he excites a city, and he's never even played for him at that point. Exactly. And so that's kind of why I would pick Baker. And Baker's already proven, you know, by winning a couple of games with probably just unjustifiably one of the toughest places to win games right now. He's already won two games. And Patrick Mahomes is is really accurate, but Baker Mayfield is so spot on with the ball. The way he, I mean, he just, his throws are incredible. He is so deadly accurate, and he was super accurate in college, too. What do you think and, happens if he has a team like Kansas City around him, though? Oh, man. That would be what, pretty scary if Baker Mayfield had that kind of team. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That would be... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 and like so, like for college, his senior year, he was seventy cent, seventy percent completion rate. That's unheard of. And didn't he only throw like one interception the entire season? I swear, he no, only... he threw six that year. Oh, he threw six. Then yeah. it took a while to get his first one. That, it did. That's what it I did. remember. But like, that's the thing. It's like that was that was number one in the nation. Seventy percent completion. <laughs> college quarterbacks dream of that. He was doing it just in his sleep. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That was very, very impressive. What my comment or that? No, oh. what he did in college and that senior year. It's that all, was yeah. very impressive. And I'm going to pick the guy. Patrick Mahomes is incredible, great talent, has a massive arm, an NFL arm to say. I mean, I mean, it's it's as good as Aaron Rodgers. You know his arm, and I don't, you know, take I don't want to take anything away from him. But what Baker Mayfield brings to the table with his intangibles, the way he plays, the way he energizes people, you know, he's a leader, basically. Like, people galvanize around him. And so, you know, they... they he just knows how to lead the team. Exactly. He has the right mindset, in a sense. And for those reasons, that's why I'd pick him. All right. I like, it. I like what you said. And you like Patrick Mahomes. He's just been so good early on, but he's better than I thought. He's better than I thought he'd be, and he's better. I shoot, I I didn't know what he was going to be like whenever he entered this league, but man, he's definitely proved to be a stud to start off here. I think a lot of people are very surprised. No, no, absolutely, and I'm sure Kansas City fans aren't too mad. I'll be the first one to say that I'm more surprised (laughs) than anybody, way more surprised than anybody, because I didn't see that coming. That's all the time we have for this segment. We'll be picking that game. Up next, along with other ones, as always, our last segment of the show, our pickups here on the hot seat. We gotta make we gotta make a name for them. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's something we'll have to talk about. I know we'll have to get into that, but that's coming up here on the hot seat. Maybe we'll need a segment for that. Next You're week. listening to UTARadio.com. Welcome back to the hot seat here on UTA Radio, Radio FX iHeartRadio, and Facebook 
live. Always streaming on Facebook Live. Look up Micah Caw Cole. Actually, just Micah Cole. See, I'm getting so used to saying it. <laughs> Micah Cole for the live stream. Maybe I ought to change it my name and Facebook right. just because you keep saying it. <laughs> my name is Creighton Branch. The guy next to me, I'm going to say it. Micah Caw Cole. Micah, as always, our last segment, our pickums for the week. I'm gonna start. Ta- I need. I need to start looking back and tallying up these uh, these picks and see where we're at in our records. Because I, I don't. I don't think it's as good as I think we are. Because we've lost a lot. Think, I don't think I've done that. Good. No, we've lost a lot. But that's okay. It's it's predictions for a reason, right? True. And wasting no time getting right into it. We have six minutes. We're gonna go rapid fire here. All right, let's go. Up first, college football as always. Georgia, Kentucky. Georgia's favored by nine. Who do you have? Kentucky's had a good season, but yep. it's hard. Georgia's going to take this one by a touchdown. I think Georgia's going to expose Kentucky finally for who they really are. I think Kentucky ends up only winning eight games this year. Did you just say Ken- Oh, okay. I thought you were no, no, saying no, 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 they're no. going to win. I like, no, oh, I think no. they only end up winning eight games this year. I think they so lose this one. they're going to lose three of their last four? Exactly. Okay. I think Georgia starts it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. I mean, I don't think it'll be close. Uh, up next, Texas A&M and Auburn. Uh, Auburn's favored by four. I'm taking Texas A&M. Bounce back time. Whatever. Taking Auburn. In, yeah, no. <laughs> Bounce back time, in Auburn, baby. In Auburn? Yes, I'm in taking Auburn. Auburn. I'm taking Texas A&M. You know, the fact that they're 20, I'm going to say it. The fact that they're 20 with three losses is bogus. So overrated. It's unbelievable. You haven't <laughs> beat anybody. Oh, we lost to Clemson. You know, whatever. I just, want, I just need to say that because, boy, that's been on my nerves. All right. The next game, Oklahoma at Tech. This is the night game on ABC, I believe, or at least ESPN. So that way I can't get it wrong. Oklahoma is favored by 13 and a half. Who do you have? Give me the upset. Texas what? Tech Wait. over Oklahoma. No, you're not kidding. Are you serious? I'm serious. What? I, I, don't, I really don't believe in Oklahoma, man. I really do not Texas believe in Tech. Oklahoma. Texas Tech. Yes. The Texas Red Raiders. Tech. The Red Raiders. From Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> Correct. The Give upset. Me the upset. Give me the upset, man. Woo! Give me the upset. Over Kyler Murray. Yes. The Heisman. Yes. This is the Oklahoma Sooners we're talking about. Yes. I do not believe in Oklahoma, man. Okay. <laughs> Clearly not. I don't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I'm picking Oklahoma. I'm picking Oklahoma to cover the spread. It's 13 and a half. I'm picking them to win by 14. Wow. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing more I can say about that. I was just trying to wake you up, Creighton. Well, All I'm right. serious about this. This is yeah. where college game day will be this weekend. This is potentially, well, right now it is, the biggest game of the weekend. Number one, Alabama at number three, LSU. You know what? Guess what the line is real quick, the spread, before I say it. Ten. Alabama by 14 and a half. Jeez. <laughs> Who do you have winning? I think Alabama's going to win, but it's going to be You'll 14 and a half. You'll pick Texas Tech to beat Oklahoma, but not the upset for LSU and Alabama. Nope. Wow. Alabama by a field goal. That'd be a good game. I got Alabama by a touchdown. I think it's going to be a lot closer than most people think. I think it's going to be at the very end, be, too. It's going to be close. We're going to learn about... These are two of the best teams in the country. We're going to learn a lot about Tua Tagovailoa. This this this, uh, this, is this his, game. This is the game for him This right is now. This is a, this is a this Heisman... Is this- Silling. Ah, was it silling? I don't know. It's definitely like... it. If you can he's already game, in the front it, for the Heisman. Steal. Still what? I think it might be a steal. Well, actually, no. You're right. No, nah, he's in the front. You're right. You're at the front. I think this just makes it the gap so much bigger if he wins this game with flying colors. And last but not least, on the college side, Texas versus West Virginia. This game has officially sold out today. 
Texas is it, it's it's it in at? Austin. It's in Austin. I will be there. Texas and are going to bounce back. Texas Don't is favored by two. Okay. They're going to bounce back. Win by a touchdown. Give it to me. I think so too. Win by a touchdown. I think that this this West Virginia team has said that they have been looking forward to this game all year. They remember last year when they beat when they got beat by Texas. But I think Texas is ready. I think they got embarrassed last weekend from Oklahoma State. I think they are mentally prepared to take this game. I think they were kind of overlooking Oklahoma State to get to this game. And here we are. You know, here they are. I think are. they're ready, though, for this game. Exactly. They, they won't mess up this week. They're, I, they're a really good football team. And last week, it just got a little bit away from them. But they're better than what they showed last week. They're going to come out ready to fire. True. Moving on into the NFL, as we were just stating, Baker Mayfield versus Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs at the Cleveland Browns. Kansas City favored by nine. Who do you have? It's going to be a really close game, but it's going to be really hard for Baker to come up with this one. I'm going to take Kansas City and this one by a field goal. Yeah, I think Kansas City runs all over these guys. I think I think Patrick Mahomes is a field day in the air. I mean, I think Baker's going to put up some good numbers, but Kansas City covers that spread by nine. I think they went by 14. Up next, this is a good one. Los Angeles Rams at New Orleans. The Rams, I mean, New Orleans is favored by two. The, yeah. the Rams are finally going to go down. Give me the Saints. No, I'm, I'm picking the Rams. I don't think they're going to lose this time around. They are just too good. Golf is too good. Gurley's too good. They're all just playing so fantastic. Up next, Green Bay Packers at New England. New England's paired by five and a half. Taking New England. <coughs> You're taking New England? Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. I didn't hear you. Uh, number 12 versus number 12. You didn't pick. I'm about to get there. Oh, okay. Number 12 versus number 12. Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. Finally about to prove who is the GOAT. The best player of all time, Mr. Tom Brady. Okay. I am picking the New Orleans. I mean the New Orleans. We already said <laughs> the New England Patriots to win this game and win it by touchdown to cover the spread. Up next, Houston Texans at Denver. Denver's favored by one. Go real quick. Texans. Yeah, I they're on a hot streak. I don't see them losing. Uh Sean Watson is coming into his own. He's great quarterback. And they also just helped themselves at the deadline. Exactly. Too. Now that they got the trade acquisition for Demaryius Thomas, correct? Yeah, that's a big one. That's too. a big one for Deshaun. And then last but not least, so I'm picking the Texans and I'm picking them to win by a touchdown at least. Last but not least, as always, Monday Night Football will be here in Dallas, in Arlington. Tennessee Titans at the Dallas Football Cowboys. Can we come back? Can we win? Six and a half. We're favored by six and a half. Who do you got? Real quick. Dallas. I... They've been good at home. I'll, I'll give them that. I completely agree. I think Tennessee's just not good enough. But once th- we go back on the road, don't don't count on me to pick. Dallas we need to get all the home wins we can because we can't win it on the road. But that is all the time we have. Before we say that, I, I'm picking the Cowboys. If you didn't hear that for the record, yeah, I heard it. Okay, Both we're times. winning that by a touchdown or two, maybe ten points. That's all the time we have for the hot seat here on UTARadio.com. As always, thank you for listening to this special edition, the Halloween edition of the Hot Seat. My name is Creighton Branch. The man next to me, Micah Ka Cole. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. We'll be back next week here on utaradio.com. See you next week.